What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Viral Musico podcast. Uh, my name is Lawrence O'Brien, and as per usual, your host. And today, I am doing my first in-person version of Viral Music Hub with uh, someone I've uh, became very good friends with over the last couple years or so, and a local person, a local artist, uh, and creator. Um, I don't even want to just say musician because um, she is a very uh, diversely talented person. Um, please welcome uh, Nazma. How are Hello. you? I'm <laughs> great. That's good. Uh, you know, I, I tell you, I think it's so awesome, um, all the different types of things that you're able to do. Um, it, it's, it's incredible because, like, you are not only, like, into music, but you're into photography mm-hmm. for the most, you know, mainly. I mean, you know, you do all that. So how do you, how do you balance the two, like, um, in terms of, uh, you know, your time balance and, like, you know, your energy? towards both well it definitely gets difficult you know I have those real bursts of energy sometimes where I just want to get everything out because I know like sometimes I burn myself out a lot um but I don't mind the burnout because that boost of energy I get a lot done and you know I just want to branch out into everything that I possibly can while I have the energy for it so you know like when I have the money the studio time is a lot you know, as an artist, you end up paying everybody before you get paid. So it, it does end up being a lot, which is good that I have photography because I can use my photography money for studio time. And, you know, it kind of just balances out. So, you know, the time, it's not really like, um, like really organized, I would say. It just kind of happens when it happens and I just let it rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard, especially when you're, you know, uh, you know, you're an introverted person and like, I know mm-hmm. you are, I am myself. So like, I, it's, it's very hard to kind of like, um, get stuff done when, you know, in, in large bursts because you have to like, just take that time to yourself and yeah. just kind of like recharge and just like mm-hmm. recal- <laughs> recalibrate yourself <laughs> a little bit. So like women, um, in like music wise, like when did you really start getting into music? Um, when you were like younger and stuff? So, um, I believe I was either a senior or a freshman in college, probably like no. somewhere around there, maybe even the summer. I had a group of friends that I met from high school that made music and I started going to the studio with them and I was like, I really like this, like this yeah. is cool. I think I could do something like this. Yeah. I could write a little note or two. And I grew up in the church, like my grandmother oh, is the yeah. choir director in the church. So I always had a little note you know, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm like Beyonce or somebody. Yeah. Like I could hold a little note. So I was like, you know, I might be able to write a little something, and that inspired me to want to just try it. And then after that, I was like, I like this because it's like a release. I'm not the type of person that has the journal or the diary. I'm not going to a therapist. You know, whatever. So like, music is like a release. I can get to get my feelings out, and people enjoy it or whatever. So. Yeah, I, I tell you, like, people really underestimate the power of music and, like, how much it can um, really let you go um, yeah. in terms of just, like, just getting rid of that, a lot of that negative energy that you yeah. have inside you. You just kind of channel it into words and just uh, um, a beat or, what, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's um, and I think music is, is so good for that. And it's, it's a, it's a really is a therapeutic, a form of therapy in a lot of ways. Yeah. It almost became, like, a high for me sometimes, yeah. like especially when I'm writing something that I really like and it's like coming together so well and I have like all this um, anticipation for it, it becomes like something different. Yeah, because you want to see the finished product. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and you're like, you know, man, it's, it's like you see the steps going into it. It's like, oh, yeah. this is going to be really good. Like, it's actually going to work out really well and like, yeah. like I can actually do something with this. And, and, that, and that's a really good feeling. So like, when, when did you decide like hey i'm gonna make the jump like i'm just gonna start recording stuff like and writing stuff like when did when did you kind of make that jump from like being a fan to like oh you know i want to create this stuff well like i said you know when i started seeing my friends in the studio i used to just try to interject myself any way that i can like you know like you need a singer on this like i'm humming in the back of them rapping like you know you might could use this whatever and then i had another friend that got into it and luckily i was able to he was so nice enough. Let me give him a shout out. Shiloh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shiloh started recording and, you know, he's such a good friend. I was lucky enough to be able to split some of his studio time, you know, when I didn't have the money to do it. 
So I used to split studio time with him, uh -oh. like make music with him, and it just kind of spiraled off into its own thing after that. That's awesome. And that just like reiterates the point I make to a lot of people. Just like music, just like you just need to network with people. Yeah. Because that's like it. you just you just gotta find like the right people that will support you and like will give you that step in that yeah. that like will let you in the door yes. like that. I mean that's that's like extremely generous that he did that for you, you know. Yeah. Like, Shadow has done so much for me in, in my in my music career, I would almost like yeah. kind of give him the not that he like made me or yeah. whatever, you know, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like no, he, yeah. he elevated me to new heights where I didn't really think that I was gonna get there. Yeah. You know? No, I mean like yeah, you know, people maybe have don't record in the studio as much like you can't take studio time for granted because it's very hard to come by and it's very pricey to come by yeah, sometimes yeah. so yeah. yeah that's you know so that's no small feat you know so the fact that he was able to do that for you is just like yeah. a, that's a big move and like um you know you got to find those types of people that will are willing to help you out like that in yeah. the industry and uh it, it's all it takes is something like that sometimes to really get you started um, Even the people that I met after that, like people that have, like um, the Love Jones song, yeah. like Sean Anthony that's on the song I met through Shiloh, like yeah. even those connections, like it, it's really all about having the connections, not even about like being popular, being whatever, mm -hmm. like putting out gimmicks and stuff like uh, that. Just having real genuine bonds with people is more important than anything. Yeah, and I appreciate that about you because like I know when I see like what you do, like you don't like over market a song. Um, you kind of just, you put it out there and you're like, here it is. And yeah, because yeah, I, I think now, um, especially in the um, TikTok generation, we kind of fall into this trap of like, oh, I need to come up with this very elaborate like marketing campaign. And you know, I credit to the people who do this because like it takes a lot of work and I respect it. And I've seen some of my friends on TikTok do it and do it very well. And I'm like, you know, good for you, man. Like I can never go, like I can never go that far. Like there's, there's ways that like, I like to market things, but yeah, I mean, there's some people just take it to like another level, but I appreciate you're very like bare bones and you just kind of put your art out there and it's good. And, and like, I think you, you let your work speak for yourself. And sometimes that is what it takes sometimes. And, uh, you know, I respect that. What, what would you say are some of your, biggest influences in your music obviously you kind of mentioned the the, the gospel you know sort yeah. of thing already you know is there any other things that you kind of incorporate from uh your favorite music um kanye west oh yeah it's <laughs> my biggest yeah. inspiration of all time like yeah. i just i love kanye so much the fact that you can hear that he has fun in yeah. his music and i kind of lost that a little bit like you know you don't want music to end up being a stress you know what I'm saying? So, like, I had a point where, like, I enjoyed music and then it became a very big stress factor. Yeah. I had to take a break and I had to remind myself, you know, it's, you're supposed to have fun. Yes. It's supposed to be in a release and not, you know, an extra stress yeah. factor or whatever. Um, Erica Badu oh. is one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> Lauren Hill. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Faith Evans. Like there are Mary J. Blige, there are so many like artists where I try to like, you know, emulate the feeling that they um, put out in their music, that soul vibe, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean those are those are some great influences to have yeah. right there. <laughs> those are some those are some of my favorites that you just listed off. So yeah, I mean that's those are those are some great, great people, um, you know, to, to model your stuff off of. Um, I mean Lauren Hill's um, album is probably one of my favorite albums ever so yeah. that's like <laughs> Miseducation is like one yeah. of my favorite albums ever made so <laughs> that's like that's up on my top tier so yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah and it's funny you mentioned Kanye because like when you were talking about before how you were kind of interjecting like how you used to just kind of interject and kind of like say oh yeah you know maybe this would be good like and this would be good kind of reminds me of like how kanye kind of came up you know and like that's kind of how people saw him at first and you know he was kind of a background character mm -hmm. in a lot of people's things and then you kind of and he finally kind of kicked the door down and that's what it seems like you kind of did the same sort of thing you kind of kicked the door down like hey i can actually do this too like yeah yeah like, hold on <laughs> like, like hold on i can i can give you these ideas too i can i can make can make these ideas for myself too yeah. so uh, you know that that's pretty cool that you know you had that he definitely his journey kind of reminds me a little bit of what you you did so oh my gosh that's great so because, you know, yeah i you agree know, you know he, he definitely you know he took that initiative and you took that initiative too so mm -hmm. 
that, that, that's pretty big. Um, so when you write a song, like what do you, how do you kind of go about writing a song? Like what's your, what are your kind of your steps like you take? So, you know, I go on YouTube. Most of my beats are from YouTube. You know, I just go fishing on YouTube. If I find a beat that I really enjoy listening to, I'll first look at the title of the beat. Like for example, um, one of my songs, it's unreleased, but um, one of my songs called Inferiority Complex. Um, the beat is called Sumi. Oh. And like immediately, like the first line was, I ain't no people pleaser, I ain't no leader, sue me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's just how it, it just comes to me. Like I yeah. just vent, once I, once I get like, a general idea of what I want to talk about, then it just kind of flows. Yeah. And I just kind of vent. But when I have like writer's block and stuff like that, I try to, <clears throat> that's when I do like my little journal diary type thing. Mm. And then, you know, when I find a beat, then I try to put it into song. Oh, that's a really good idea, actually. You yeah. know, journaling is a really good idea for anybody, you know, do writing songs. Cause like, that's what I kind of do a lot anyway myself too. It's like, I just kind of write stuff down when I'm feeling, you know, and then eventually I'll be like, oh, you know, maybe I can make something out of that yeah. thought I had, you know, <laughs> stupid thought or, you know, little thought bubble I had one day at work or something, you know? Like, yeah, and that's, that's how it happens too. Sometimes I'm just at work listening to stuff and, yeah. and, a, and a thought will just come to me right. and I'll just write it down real quick. Like, yeah. I can use that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know the big thing now, a lot of people do like to do the voice memos on their phone yeah. too, you know, it's so like, like I don't, I don't, I don't normally do the voice memo thing. I usually just write, and then I just like when I get home, I'll I'll find something. But uh, but yeah, no, it, it's good to kind of just always kind of keep that in your head too. You know, it's like if you have an idea, just kind of try to write it down, even if you just have a little bit of time. Just like, cause you never know, you'll probably end up forgetting it by the end of the day. Yeah. Because you know the mind is crazy, especially when you're working through a lot of different things and yeah. trying to figure a lot of things out. You have might have that idea and then that spark, and then all of a sudden you go home, you're like, oh shit, what was I? Yeah, you know, and, what was I thinking and that's about? why I'm the voice memo type of person. Yeah. Because literally, I will forget the tempo, I'll forget the words, I'll forget everything like five minutes later. Right after I say it, I might forget it just because I want to remember it so bad. Yeah. So, you know, you definitely got to do that if you have those ideas come to you. What for you makes a, a good lyric, like a good line in a song? Like what's, mm. what? like, I know there's a lot of different answers to that, but... That's a really good question, and it's so broad because there are some times where I try to be like super creative and thought provoking, like a SZA or a Frank Ocean, where they're like saying things that are almost like poetry. Like yeah. you kind of have to read into it a little bit more before you understand what's being said. And I like things like that. I don't like just outwardly saying things. I like to sound a little bit more interesting i don't know but then there was other times where you kind of just want to vent on the track and it doesn't have to be more than that i be simple. i love that answer because i think that's i think it's the the key to writing is finding that balance between that um sometimes there are thoughts that are just that simple and you just kind of have to just say them and then sometimes it is it's better to just be metaphorical about it and be a little more you know just try to deep dive a little deeper you know, try to express it in a different type of way with a lot of different imagery. And it's, you know, and yeah, like you said, Frank Ocean, you know, Scissor, just great examples of that. I mean, they, you know, they really work hard and, and put a lot of work in it, you know, and that's why Frank Ocean takes a long time between yeah. a lot, you know, do making stuff because he doesn't just half-ass, you know, his songwriting, he takes the time and he really wants to express it in a, in a proper way. So, you know, and you can feel the emotion in his music, and that's what I try to portray too. Like, I don't think I have a song like that yet, but you know, some of my unreleased music I do. But you're you're getting there. It's, <laughs> don't don't discredit yourself too much. You're getting there. You know, it, it it takes some time. You know, it's like you said, it's just like it's just writing things down all the time. You know, so not all every idea is gonna be a be a freaking hit. Like you know, like you, people have to realize that. But it's not it's not gonna hurt you to write it down and just have it in the, in the banks, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's just practice at the end of the day. It's like doing repetition. It's just like you're repeating it, you practice it and you know, you just get better at it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's good to have that. Um, what, how do you feel about the current 
music industry model right now as is it, as it is because it, it I know a lot of people have you know their gripes with this right now and uh, there's a lot of it's a very weird landscape right now and how do you how do you feel about it? I'm half and half because I believe the music industry is very oversaturated with the same type of sound so you know I'm not a fan of that but there are. R&B artists uh, specifically who shine above, you know, that, um, for example, like a Lucky Day or yeah. a Summer Walker or, yeah. you know, somebody yeah. like that. But there are a lot of artists that just don't hit that for me, um, you know, but I, I can't be, I don't want to be a harsh critic because, you know, I'm not where I want to be either, so... But I do believe that the music industry in general, even like rap and hip hop and everything, it's very oversaturated with one type of sound. And you know, the difference um, with other generations is that even if it's the same genre or the same sound per se, it sticks out on its own. Yeah. Like, you have your own style to you, your own voice, your own whatever. And I feel like a lot of people these days just don't have that. Yeah, I agree with you a lot when you say that because I do feel like um, now it, it kind of feels like people are trying to make a formula to make a good big hit song now it's like you have to do this this and this and this to have a hit song it's like whoa whoa, whoa hold on let's pump the brakes here like yeah that's not what songwriting is about like even how you said the the whole TikTok era yeah. is really influencing people's right. writing and their and, and how they mm -hmm. roll out music and stuff like that. And it kinda takes away the genuine genuinity of it. Right. So yeah. I agree with you. That's hundred percent my big problem with that model right now is just like I think it's it's kind of hurting people's creativity. Yeah. Um, in terms of just doing something different and like because they, you know, you kind of adhere to a certain model at that point, you know, because like, oh, well, this is working and this is getting trending, so I better do it too. Yeah. And, you know, thankfully, you know, some people kind of defy that and, and they actually get the views and stuff. And thank, I'm really thankful for that. And some people don't, you know, and it sucks because it's just the, the algorithms on social media are just so messed up and so yeah. picky choosy and like, at random at times so it's just it's it's hard it's a hard thing to traverse and uh you know i my best my my best advice like you said is just to kind of like just be yourself you know like don't don't try to do what everyone else is doing just do what you feel like you want to do like don't feel like you have to be pressured into doing something that it doesn't feel like you just so you can get likes and views you know like the there's true fans that are going to come and they'll listen to it and they're going to like it you know and I think at the end of the day, that's more than just trying to do a sound on TikTok that catches like a million views. That you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah. just it just isn't genuine, like you said. I agree. I 100% agree with you on that. Um, have you ever thought about trying to learn instruments? I know I've kind of talked about this <laughs> with you in private, but uh, um, have you have you thought about making that dive into um, making? Uh, uh, instrumental music. I definitely want to. I impulse bought a bass guitar yeah. and tried it for like a week and was like, oh my god, this is so difficult. Like, because I'm a hands-on learner. I can't just sit in front of YouTube and just learn. Yeah. I, I'm just not the type of person. Right. So like, right. I bought the bass guitar during COVID so I couldn't yeah. give private classes. Yeah. No, right. I eventually do want to move into learning the bass guitar, learning the piano, maybe even like a harmonica like i just want to learn yeah. all types of different things because tyler the creator is one of my biggest mm -hmm. inspirations as well i don't know what, how i forgot to say that yeah. um he's one of my hugest inspirations as well because he's just so creative and he just does everything involving you know his beats and stuff and i want to do stuff like that like i want to create my own melodies for beats and stuff like that but you know it takes time and like i said i need a tutor yeah <laughs> Well, if you ever want guitar lessons, uh, you got, I got you. So yeah, I, I'm 100% down with that because yeah. it was too difficult trying to learn from YouTube. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like one of those things. I'm very much the same way. Like it's hard to focus on a YouTube video and just look at a guy. Like I definitely did a lot better when myself when I took guitar lessons when I first started playing in like high school, and uh, my 
my private teacher, Rob, was like really great. Like he was awesome. Like he taught me so much stuff that like I was like, oh my god, I never would have figured that out if I tried to learn that online. You know, don't get me wrong, I learned a lot of stuff online too. You know, and it helped. But I definitely think learning from someone is really great. Don't let people discourage you from taking lessons just because oh well, I learned it by ear. It's like well, you can always learn something else from someone. And I, I'm always very. Um, passionately um and for that because it's like yeah you can learn some stuff but on your own but like i think it's good to hear other people's perspective on how they learn something and yeah. you can kind of pick up different techniques from that especially playing instruments because there's a lot especially if you're playing guitar there's a lot of different things you can do and a lot of different ways you can play and a lot of different styles you can play it's there's there's so much you can do and there's so many people that are better at this and they're not so good at this and then et cetera, et cetera. And you can learn from all those people and, uh, and get better at it. But I'm glad to see that you're, you know, you're definitely thinking about it and you're, you got it in your head that, you know, you at least have an instrument, you bought one, you know, and that's the first step. <laughs> Sometimes that's the hardest step for a lot of people is to get one and actually start it. So, you know, you at least tried to start it, you know, so you're halfway there. So, you know, that, that's cool though. And I think that'll only make your songwriting better in the long run yeah. because, and I think having an instrument just it, it's able to give you a thing to bounce off of in terms of songwriting and vocals and uh, got, kind of figure out what will sound good, you know, with with this um, melody that you came up with and yeah. to accompany that. So my biggest problem too when I'm on YouTube looking for beats, they just never have exactly what I'm looking for. Right. Even right. songs that I've made to whatever beats like. There's just a certain sound that I'm looking for that nobody can really give, so I just have to create it. Right. <laughs> and yeah, that that's the whole thing. And it's just with uh, with doing that is is you know with the instruments you can actually really create what you want to create. You know, you're limited with beats. And beats are great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like shaming people who use beats. I'm not like I think it's awesome that people can incorporate other people's music that they made and and kind of add to their own thing to it and make it their own. And I think it's great, but yeah, at the same time, sometimes there are just things that you can't get from those beats that you want, you hear, have this song in your head and you're looking through the beats and it's like, this isn't it, this isn't it, this isn't it. That way, when you get the hang of an instrument, you can actually make it, you can do that yourself. And you know, I think that's the plus side of it. And you don't have to adhere to a certain, you don't have to settle on a beat. You don't have to be like, okay, well this sounds sort of like what I want. Mm -hmm. You can be like, yeah, I'm going to make what I want and I want to, you know, do what I want. So you, uh, also, you know, so you balance work and you balance the music too, you know, like, I, I, so how do you balance like work mode, music mode and like, I'm, I'm, really don't even have an answer for that. Yeah. Like I said, like it's kind of spontaneous yeah. because sometimes I can't write music. Sometimes it's hard to expand on what I wrote and yeah. do this. Like it just has to be the right energy, the right day. So like, you know, sometimes I'll come out of work and I'll feel like I'm inspired yeah. and then I try and it just doesn't work. So yeah. it's kind of just spontaneous, like feeling it out every right. day. Yeah. And I think that's like the important thing is like you can, you can't beat yourself up over it. Cause like we're all human beings and like, we're just like, yeah. we're just trying to, you know, we got to survive. And like, sometimes we're just, when we're doing that, it's like at that point where we're just, we want to go home and you know, just like sleep, you know, yeah, <laughs> just, just, just let loose, you know? And sometimes it's just, you don't have that, that energy to, to do it. And I asked this too, to like, like, like a lot of creatives, um, like yourself, like, do you find it like at work, you kind of find your focus slipping sometimes because you're like thinking of all these other ideas and you're kind of like trying to battle your creative ideas and like your work oh, mind. And it's like, they kind of, they kind of battle, right? Don't you think like I have that, I know I have that issue a lot, you know, and it's like, is your, is when I think for creatives, it's, it's very hard because it's hard to focus. And I think, and I think a lot of people, and I don't want to sound like a psych, like a psychologist here that, that knows like everything, but I think a lot of creative people that, that do a lot of creative things are, have a lot of ADHD tendencies. Yeah. Um, because their, their mind is racing. It, so because it, it, and I think it's a lot of like, and there's a lot of people I think are undiagnosed that are creatives and they don't realize it because it's so hard. It gets so hard to like, um, when you have all those other thoughts running through your head and you have to do this other task that doesn't really seem to fit in with your creative mindset, it's like, 
your mind kind of goes at war with itself. And I think, I think it's a very difficult thing to balance, you know, being doing an office job or doing a, you know, whatever as a creative mind, it's, it's tough. And I think that's why a lot of creatives like struggle with keeping jobs and like really focusing at jobs sometimes is it's, it's hard. It's a hard, um, balance to achieve when you're, you're trying to create all this, these ideas in your head. And then you also have other people's, you know, demands you have to meet too. So fortunately I work in a job that's very, um, micromanaged okay. and you know, wait, is that the right word? Is it? That's okay. We're just... I, I work at a job where people aren't really on my back that much. Okay. You know, I All do right. inventory. I'm just in the so, aisle so counting. You're, so you're so. not like, yeah, you're not micromanaged, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> not no, that, micromanaged. Yeah, you're not micromanaged. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah edit that the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna leave that in there. I, 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 I just, I, I think that was funny. So. <laughs> Whatever, but. Um, yeah, I work in a job where I don't really have people on my back, so I kind of can go on autopilot yeah. with my mind. But um, it's still kind of difficult because, you know, I'm sitting here at work and I have all these ideas and I do more than music. So I'm like, yeah. I'm getting random <laughs> lyrics in my head and I'm getting ideas for photography and ideas for this and ideas for that because I want to branch out into more than just, like, I want to be a mogul. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want anybody to put me in a box. I just want to be everything. I want to do everything. I want to be involved in anything I could possibly be involved yeah. in, so. You have a very quiet confidence about you. I always <laughs> like that about you. You're, you're like, you're, you're very shy, but you, you know you're very capable of doing great things. And yeah. I, I respect the hell out of that because I know that's Thank something you. I struggle with a lot. So, like, that's, that's such a big step. Just even having that is, like, so huge because you believe in yourself, and that's, that's big. And I think that's the biggest thing, like, anybody creating anything struggles with is just really believing that you can do it and yeah. do it on a bigger scale. Um, so yeah, the photography thing though, I mean, you are just uh, impeccable. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I just marvel at your, your work, um, whenever you post your photography stuff. Um, thank you, thank you. it's, it's really, really, really fantastic. Um, how did you, how did you start like getting into photos and, um, start shooting photos and, uh, it's actually a hilarious story because I never thought I would be a photographer. No. It was never a dream, never even a thought, you know? My mom just came home with a camera one day, and I was like, you're not going to use that. Give it to me. No. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm going to take pictures when I'm on vacation. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Mom, just give stop. it to me. <laughs> stop. Stop lying oh, to yourself. <laughs> like, come on. I took the camera from her. I started taking pictures of my friends, and then, you know, I, I um, one of my biggest inspirations in photography is um, this girl. Her name's Kimberly on Instagram and she creates her own backdrops, her own sets and wow. stuff. I'm not that creative. Wow. I, I just take the pictures. I, she does some elaborate shit with her scenes <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, like, you know, I'm, I'm still a shy person, so I'm yeah. not really like the model type to get in yeah. front of everybody's camera, but I can do that shit by myself. Yeah. So I started taking pictures of myself and yeah. thus it was born. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, it, it's, that's sick. So like, you, you know, find, so how do you, how do you kind of like set up the, like the photo shoots? Like, is it, is it some of, is mostly like you kind of take the ideas from the, the people that you're taking pictures of, or do you kind of balance it with like some of your creative vision too? Yeah, it's half and half. So like yeah. sometimes, like I said, like sometimes on a spontaneous tip, I might get something creative in yeah. my head where I'm like, okay, like. You know, somebody might come to me already with their idea. Most people come to yeah. me with a, a general idea of they, what they want to do. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, it's my job to create the set. Yeah. So, yeah. It's nice to have people, um, to, to have that tiny idea for me to bounce off of because sometimes it's hard to create something from scratch. Oh, yeah. And the same with music. And that's why I need, like, a song title yeah. to start from because yeah. I can't just, like... Right. create something from scratch so it's nice to have that little thing sometimes i go on pinterest oh, nice. i'm on pinterest all day just looking at ideas stuff stuff that i can spin into something else you know so yeah what's your biggest pet peeve of this whole process what photography yeah, or music both <laughs> oh hmm. you can you can give me a list that's fine I, <laughs> yeah that's a wide, wide range well music uh my pet peeve is when 
one, not being able to find the beats that I'm looking for. Right, yeah. Two, when I do find the beats that I'm looking for and I create something to it and I and I make a demo with my voice memos and then I go to the studio and sound nothing like my demo, that fucking pisses me That's off so That's bad. That's the worst like, feeling. <laughs> go to the studio and can't sing for shit uh, after I practice for five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's frustrating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, photography, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't have too many pet peeves when it comes to photography. I feel like that's really my outlet because yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not trying to shit on no clients. No, so, no, you know, no, you know, no. Sometimes people are difficult to deal no with. No names you know? mentioned here. <laughs> it this just is... depends. It just depends on the circumstance. You know, some people are a little bit difficult to deal with than others. But you know, like no, the actual no. like action of taking pictures yeah. and editing. Yeah. Like editing is my favorite thing. Yeah. I don't have any um, complaints about editing because yeah. it's my favorite thing, and, and you can really get so creative and elaborate with your edits. So it's kind of an expression of my personality as well. Well, that's I good. Know. I'm glad like you don't deal with a lot of negativity doing that. That's that's good. I know I know people can be kind of like it, it, it's tough when like I think the thing is when people don't know exactly what they really what they want I think yeah. you know I deal with that in my job too so I, just, I, I totally understand that's <laughs> that's a frustrating thing and it's like it's like okay I you don't know what you want so I can't really help yeah. you too much if you don't know what you want okay like, that's a pet peeve um when people come to me and they're looking for a specific thing that they've never seen on my page oh like like for example like you come to me to do a beauty shoot when you have never seen me do like super polished work <laughs> on skin and retouching yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, like, it's like not, I don't do that. That's not really my yeah. Yeah, that's like, not my thing. Like my I, I'm very, I'm very, um, like I said, I'm very, um, like I try to do different things and yeah. think out of the box with my edits and stuff like that. And there are people that come to me and they want super polished. Uh, smooth skin and all this stuff. I don't do that. I like grainy mm. pictures. Yeah. I like vintage looking pictures. Yes. I like colors. I like, you know, so when you come to me for something that you clearly see I don't do, yeah. you know, it kind of yep. gives me a little bit of an insecurity. It's, like, it's funny you say that too because like, I, I know when I see your pictures i really do it's like I, it gives me such like a like a like a 90s vibe like there's like a 90s like old like just the grainy like 90s like grungy vibe to yeah. it like i don't know i, I really like it it's just a really cool style of like I picture love, I love and and it's like i think it's like very um very different it's a good like it's a really cool throwback to like you know it just reminds me of like older older times like and i, I think i think it's really cool and it just it feels like you're your own it's like it's like your style and you know it's like when i see your pictures it's like oh, i know that like nasman did that because like <laughs> like it's like yeah like that's that's her because like that's her your your style you, you do you. that very well and and uh you have a distinct um image that you you do you know when you create those those photo shoots and it's uh you know that and that's good to have that you know, you know thing you can hang your hat on and uh you know, kind of go with so yeah it is it's very like irritating when like people kind of go to something out of your wheel yeah. house you know a little bit you know and it's like yeah, you know it's not really my like yeah like I, expertise I try, I try, i'll try but yeah, you know, exactly. like, I, try I can't to take the challenge but at the end of the guarantee day like, you it's uh... gonna be like the best so <laughs> no i i hear you on that man i i do um so you had kind of made like two newer songs this year already which is i was like whoa like because you it kind of took you a while to kind of release a lot of new stuff yeah. and i was like i was like really happy i was like yes yes you finally like <laughs> got on and, and did it and i was like so yeah so you had um time and place right with uh, shiloh right mm -hmm. correct and then uh you did um uh love jones with sean so you know, kind of give me give me like a little like um introspective into like how you made those songs and like how those came about so cool story with time and place um a producer all the way from europe Hit me up wow. and yeah, hit me up. He said that he seen me on the explore page and that he thought that my sound fit his beats. Oh. Sent me a bunch of beats and <laughs> uh, time and place was born. That's why. And I have like two other unreleased songs um, with his beats or whatever. But I just thought it was like I felt like I have to make a beat to this dude's song because it's such an honor that somebody from across the world yeah. seen my music on. Um, seen my little snippets on Instagram and thought like, you know, that I had the perfect sound for the music. So 
you know, I wrote the song, I hit up Shiloh, sent him the verse, he had his verse ready like within two hours, maybe even wow. an hour, like he's, he's just quick with wow. it. Yeah, the same, nice. with, the same with Sean, like literally, it took me so long to create those things and then they just come out of nowhere and here you are yeah, a day later, an hour later with your verse. You're like, you're like, what the, f I'm like, how did you do that? Like, where did you pull that yeah, out of? Like, like, you're so talented when what, it comes to that. Yeah, like, like what magic hat do you have that I don't, like, the hell? Yeah, no, it is crazy. It's, it's crazy to me, like, how some people just write so quickly. It's yeah. just like, whoa. I'm like, how did you do that so fast? I'm like, I'm like constantly, like, rewriting and, like, yeah. I'm, like, throwing stuff out. I'm like, no, this sucks. I'm like, no, 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 no. It takes me, like, days, probably yeah. weeks to, to yeah. get a full song together where they're just like. It's, it's amazing. The, the, the songwriting talent that's out there, that they're able to do that so quickly. It's just, it just baffles my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've talked to a few people like that on my show and I'm just like, I'm so jealous of you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> God, I'm so jealous of you. Super jealous. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, like what, like what was kind of like the, um, you know, the writing process, like the, the lyrical process of that, that song, um, Time and Place, what was you kind of going for with that song? Um, I just wanted to tell a story. Yeah. I, I just like, I like to create imagery with my music. Even if it's the simplest lyrics, I yeah. want to create like a scene. Like, so when I was thinking of time and place, it was like, you know, like I want to create a scene where it's almost like fate, like soulmates coming together. And, you know, like, you know, um, dealing with certain relationships and stuff like that you kind of envision the relationship that you want to happen yeah, you know yeah, what i'm saying right, so it's like right. time and place it's like you know i, I kind of just want the fairy tale story where yeah. we just bump each other on the street and you <laughs> knock over my books and pick them up with black <laughs> eyes and it's like perfect time and place type yeah, shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah and then love jones um the same thing where it's just like you just, I just, a lot of my music is kind of centered around that, like just venting and like relationships. Like I try not to do too many songs about relationships, but I mean, a lot of people, that's what we deal with. Yeah. So no, yeah. it's just kind of venting like lately you've been on my mind. So what's up? Yeah. 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 It, it, I, I thought it was neat that you uh, released a song on Valentine's day. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Oh, that was slick that was like that was that was like yeah and like with my favorite movie of all time love jones with oh yeah, Tate and yeah. Lost. Right, like, right. i love that movie so much and i wanted to um do that tribute because that movie the, the song made me think of the movie right and you know i felt like it kind of fit really well because nice um, yeah. that's kind of what happened with them too cool it's cool um yeah, and like I, I really like that song too because it's it's just like really like, and Sean's like verse is really neat on that too. It's like yeah. just it's like he really comes in with a lot of power on that on that song too. So it's like it's kind of kind of balances out. Like you kind of have your like really like um, romantic sounding part, and then then Sean kind of comes in and it's like hard like you know the yeah. dirty the dirty like <laughs> part. You know, it's like I, you know, it's like I, I was like yeah, all right, I like yeah. that. It's kind of like a, a little like you know. You know, two sides, of the same two sides, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I thought I thought that was a really neat way you guys went about doing that song. So that, that I think it's a really cool, like contrast uh, in the songwriting there. So and I like that how it paired up very yeah. well. And, and I thought, yeah, like I said, I thought it was really neat that you released it on Valentine's Day. It was a interesting marketing, like from a marketing standpoint. I like that. Um, I'm also worried though because like a lot of artists are starting to do the same thing. So then you kind of get like a whole flood of tracks at the same time yeah. and you have to be kind of be careful that you don't get lost in the shuffle when you do yeah. that. So it's like, there's a, it's like a catch 22. It's like, yeah, it's a good idea because people are looking for songs on that day. Um, you know, from that point of view, but you're also kind of competing with like a million other people that had the same idea. Be like, Oh, I'm going to release my song on Valentine's day, mm -hmm. you know? So, and that was my thing too. Even with other music, like sometimes I, I don't like to release my music on the weekend, like Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. That's when celebrities want to drop their music, mm. and most people most people target Fridays and Saturdays. So I try to do other things because you know I want to be the only thing dropping. I want to be the only thing you focus on that day. But you know it was just 
kind of the perfect song for Valentine's smart, Day. So I had to do smart. That. You're thinking that's that's <laughs> you got that marketing brain. I like yeah. it. You know, that, that's uh, as a former minor in marketing, I appreciate it. That's, yeah, no, and that's a smart idea because, like you said, it, the weekend is like a, a hot time to yeah. release music. It's, you know, a lot of albums come out on a Friday. Yeah. A lot of them, like ninety percent of them, probably come out on a Friday. Yeah, and it's like it's when you do that it's like it's hard <laughs> like when someone's like oh you're trying to release your you know your little song on a you know spotify and then all of a sudden like oh well there's the new uh there's drake drake's drake just surprised <laughs> everybody me. <laughs> oh, drake just surprised everybody with the surprise release so there goes my fucking song down the drain like thanks i also, I also feel like you know the weekend like people people are going to listen to those anticipated albums like drake or whatever on the weekend but i feel like you know the the Monday through Wednesday. No. You know it's like you see it. You everybody's like on Instagram and Twitter in the morning before yeah. they go to work or during work, after work, blah blah blah. That's they absolutely. don't got nothing to listen to. Here you go, something yeah. new for yeah. you. There so you I go. feel like that is perfect because it's just a regular day for most people. Yeah. So, you so know, just, just listen to it on your way to work, at work, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> you know people underestimate that that's where you know a lot of people listen to their podcasts is like on the way to work on their way home from work during the weekdays you know it's like it's not always during the you know the weekends yeah you know? a lot of people are during the weekends are just trying to do their own thing and yeah. uh, doing other stuff with people so right you have a really good point there and that's and that's a really good like i think idea for people releasing music you know just don't you know think a little outside the box sometimes you know yeah. in terms of when you're going to release your music and stuff because yeah you know that could help a lot you know in terms of uh, you know the numbers you get and, and everything, it's is there any other ways you thought about like marketing yourself at all and like any ways you've like come up with in the, for the future? Um, I try not to get too wrapped up in that stuff. I kind of want somebody. I'm, eventually, I'm gonna hire somebody to do that shit for me because I feel like it's too much stress to worry about. Like I'm not into. I really don't care about the marketing. I'm not into gimmicks and stuff like that. Like you said, like I just drop my music. I don't hound anybody to listen to my music. If you want to listen to it, listen to it. If you don't, then don't. But at the end of the day, like the people who, no. the people who like it, like it, and everybody else. I mean, eventually you'll hop on the bandwagon. So I'm not stressed about it. I, uh, you know, I just, yeah. I just make music and. I hope people fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think that's that's a really good way to go, um, because and I think and I see it all the time on, on like TikTok, again TikTok comes into the equation here. <laughs> you know, it's like people are like, oh, pre save my song, pre save my song, pre save my song, and you know, and I try to help people out, and I always try to do it, you know, because I, I know it helps, you know, but like, you know, it definitely does, kind of like, you know, I think you do you do come off as like you're chasing. You know, you're chasing it, you know, and it's like, oh, just let it happen. Yeah. And there, happen. there are people where, like, people that genuinely do fuck with you already. Will yeah. Be like, okay, you know, I'm going to support them. But people that don't know you are yeah. going to be like, oh, she's doing too much. Like, yeah. now I'm not going to listen to it because you're begging or, yeah. or whatever the case, you know. So right. I just, no, you got a point there. You know, people are weird. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you know, they don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to even bother now. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it, like almost like reverse psychology. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh, well, now I'm not going to listen to it because they told yeah. me to listen to it. <laughs> I want to I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. <laughs> so, no, yeah, it, it is, it's weird how people's minds work like yeah. that. So you have, definitely have a really good point there. Um, I do like, and I'm wearing it right now, um, I do like that you already, like, went into doing, like, your own merchandise. That's, like, a big f- step that a lot of people miss yeah. in terms of making more income from doing this sort of thing. Um, do you have any plans for, like, any more types of merch in the future? Like... Um, in terms of shirts or even other stuff outside the box, you know, that aren't shirts, you know, like I think a lot of stuff in, that people buy now, like they're looking for different things they can use in like their everyday life um, in terms of merchandise and uh, besides shirts, you know, and uh, I think there's some really creative ideas out there that I've seen. Have you thought of like doing anything different in terms of selling merchandise? Oh, and, absolutely. I mean, it's a lot of money. Yeah. I don't lie. It is a lot of money, and that's why I stopped doing the shirts for a while. But I do want to jump back into it. Muse, Dual Body. Um, Muse and Dual Body are, like, my main focuses for yeah. my brand. I want them to be two separate brands. Um, I wanted to get into, like, bags and, you know, Ooh. jumpsuits and socks. Oh. I wanted to 
like wow. jump into lots of things, but I just have to really ambitious. Yeah, <laughs> I like. That, I just though. have to jump into like jump into grind mode so that I have the money to do it because it did cost a lot of money, and then you know I had that car fire where I lost oh. a lot of my merchandise, so oh I had to really God. start from scratch. I lost like fifteen hundred. I did not know this. I didn't. didn't know that? I missed this. Oh yeah. I oh lost, my God. I lost like fifteen hundred dollars in merchandise in a car fire, oh. and it kind of set me back so oh much. My so. God. Eventually, I'll get back to where I oh, was. Oh, that, that hurt me inside. Fifteen hundred. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Legit. oh God, that's awful. Oh. Yeah. That sucks, yeah. man. Oh, that's yeah. so bad. Oh. It hurt me a lot at the time, but you know. Oh, that's you know, that's discouraging. You know, mm-hmm. when you're you're actually selling stuff, and then all of a sudden that goes up in flames, literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's, literally. It's, it literally goes up in flames. Yeah. That's that sucks. But I'm glad you made that first step though, and you have like a good like foundation. For, like you know how to do it now in the future too. Mm-hmm. So you have that option open for you. And I really like on your merch. Like it's very creative too. Like it isn't just like here's my name and like like you know my stage name and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like you made like magazine covers almost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. Like, <laughs> I want to buy this shirt because like, like, yeah. Cause like, it wasn't just a simple little like band tee, you know, it's just, it was like creative. You put work into it. And I think people respect that. And I think that makes people want to buy merch more when yeah. you, they see you put like a lot of work into it. Yeah. And you know, you're a very creative person and you did, I love that you incorporated your own photography skills into making that mm-hmm. merchandise. So that was good on you for doing that. Still looks like it's in good condition. Yeah, listen, too. I, I keep I, <laughs> I keep it I keep it nice in the closet. I like yeah, it's yeah. I don't I don't wear it in, in gross situations where it gets gonna get gross. So like yeah, yeah. it's not going to work with me. So yeah, no or anything. So yeah, but uh, no, I, I love it. I love what you did with your merch before, and I hope you get back to doing it soon because I think you can make some decent income from it. Yeah. And, and too, so I think it will really help you. Um, what? Actually, before I ask that, have you ever thought about playing live? Mm-hmm. I've done live shows before. Um, it's just very nerve-wracking. It's so nerve-wracking yeah. every time I do it. And it really hasn't gotten better. That's why I took a big break from it. Like, the last show I did was, in my opinion, a disaster. Like, everybody was like, oh, no, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day... It was a disaster. Yeah, it's like you felt like in your mind it was yeah, like this like, didn't it was, feel. It was a horrible show. I, I've done intimate shows. Um, the intimate shows are not too bad. You know, it's not a lot of pressure. But I did a really big show with a lot of people and, and felt like I completely bombed. So I took a break and kind of been scared to do it again. You know, I don't know. Listen, Eventually. Listen, I feel for you because I, I am in the same boat as you. I have suffered from horrific social anxiety. Mm-hmm. I am like horrified to play my guitar on a stage because mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna mess up, and I will. I would, and then it's just gonna spiral. I feel like it's gonna spiral from there, and it's just gonna everything else is gonna mess up. I think the best way to just is just to keep doing it, yeah. like anything else. Like you're probably gonna suck the first few times you do a live show, like. But, like, the people that understand you're working through the kinks, they're going to get that, and they're not going to bury you, you know? Like, the good people will give you constructive feedback on how to get better. You know, what I hate is, like, when people are like, oh, that sucked. Like, well, how did it suck? Tell me how it sucked. Right, right. That's, okay. Like, just, just, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't mind that you, te- but, like, just tell me how. Like, just, I want to know why. Like, what was the reason? I, yeah. I hate, like, just, like one-dimensional feedback like yeah. that that does not help me like that just makes me feel like shit at yeah, the end of the day you're not helping me and I, I don't know how to get better now because yeah. you said that it's like yeah. no it's like it's yeah and I, I understand it's it's so hard to do that but like like I said I think the best way is to just keep doing it mm-hmm. keep doing it and you know and it's a lot for me to say because I haven't done it myself so <laughs> you know but literally every situation where I have done a live show I have literally just had to myself to do it where oh, just no. just say yes just say that you're gonna do it go there yeah. and just force yourself yeah. into the situation and then that that's how <laughs> i have done probably like five or six live shows yeah. and and that is my mentality each time just wow. fucking push yourself yeah. on the stage like somebody not somebody me yeah just <laughs> i just myself. have to push myself yeah. off the cliff yep 
yeah that's, every time. that's how i have to do go yeah. about things a lot of times too my yeah. my anxiety is just like yeah just gotta just do it just yeah. go <laughs> go <laughs> It, it, it. It's hard, so. man. I, I get it, man. Trust me. Like a fellow introvert, I get it. <laughs> it's it's uh, you're a lot similar to me in, in that regard. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I get it, man. Um, what advice do you have for other indie artists out there that are trying to start their own own thing and, and do their own thing? And you have like you know a lot to offer now because you have two different things you do. And mm-hmm. how do you like? What would you say? Like number one, um, just stay true to yourself because. When you get into those industries, it's easy to fall victim to people's criticism. And then you start changing yourself to what they say they want, or you you start trying to fit into whatever industry or field or whatever, and it's it's just not good. Like, it's it's always good to have your own style and your own mind. So you gotta stay true to yourself no matter what. And and eventually, it'll pay off. I I like that a lot. and I also wanted to see what other small artists that you support, like, I know you mentioned obviously Shiloh and Sean, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there any other people that you um, like um, to work with or you've really had a good time like listening to? Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, B. Joel, my best friend. I've made music with her. Um, Sashe. Shiloh, Sean, um, Red Carpet Rich, Maya Lansky, um, who else makes music? You put me on the spot, so now I can't think. Oh. Um, so many people make music. Perry the Phantom. <laughs> um, Juice, no, his, he goes by Joshua now. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, 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 Blood, blood, laugh, blood, 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 I can't even talk. Blood, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> blood, it's okay, we get like, there. Say that three times fast. Yeah. Blood, bath, Blair. Okay. From Hartford. Um, oh. Yeah, those, those are like the local artists that I'd be listening to. Cool. Because I, you know, I always like to hear like, you know, who, like from other people, like who they are listening to when I interview them. So yeah. then it's like sometimes I can go and like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and find out more about those people too. And other people can find out more about them too. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruby Casanova. That's oh, another one yeah. from Bridgeport. Oh. I like his music too. Nice. Um, so giving back with like music or like, what, what do you ever like have any ideas to like give back to the community with your music or like your art or anything? Well, I don't even know if I should say this because it's, it's really not my idea. I'm part of a collective of people that's doing this, so I'm not sure. I, I won't say I won't say names or anything, but like, yeah, no, um, there's a collective because I don't know like when if he's gonna launch it in a, in a oh. special way or whatever. But there's a collective of people that I'm joining forces with, and we want to do like camps for the kids, rap camps, oh, singing wow. camps. Um, they can learn photography, videography, engineering, beat making, like. Whoa. We want to do stuff like that um, to give back to the community because nobody did that shit for us. You know, a lot of people just get you into sports because that's the only thing. A lot of parents can't afford the guitar and afford the piano and the lessons and this and that. So, you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm part of this collective where, you you know, he asked me to join forces with them. And, you know, he has a great vision for the community. And I'm so glad to be a part of that. Can't wait till we start doing that because it's such a good thing, you know to get the kids off the streets yeah. and, and get them learning some real shit that they can use in the future because there may be kids out there that could be Kanye but didn't get that that life breathed into them by their parents, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. the next musical genius could be out there and we don't know because we're not feeding their their imagination. I, I really love that a lot. I think that's so great um, that you're part of that. And uh, I think it's, it's ever more important now as the school's D de-emphasize the arts which is i am so disgusted about um the funding is going down the tubes for arts and schools Mm -hmm. um music and ever i mean everything just in general i mean it's it's bad now and i think more than ever we need more community efforts towards helping kids into that now because it's it's the schools aren't doing it and they're not focusing on it now and it's and it's sad and it really sucks so i think it's 
great that you and other people are focusing and trying to do that and try to help kids, you know, learn that stuff and be able to have a platform and uh, an area to do that in and, and give them the time and, and place to do it. Um, so that, that's awesome. I really, really, really love that. To do that. I can't wait to hear more about that when in the future from you. I, I'm really excited to hear about that. Um, one more thing, and I think this is going to be probably the more controversial question of this. How do you traverse, you know, and, and it's hard, in the, I think, in the, any field, but like in the creative field, how do you traverse being like a woman, especially a woman of color in, in the field? Like how does, do you find there's a lot of hurdles that you have to of go course, through? Of course, of course course because you know those those A&Rs those old white A&Rs in New York or whatever they're not look they're looking for a certain sound they're looking for a certain look they're looking yeah. for a certain whatever and I'm not going to change myself for anybody's yeah. you know picture frame you know what I'm oh, saying oh, so God, no. it is it is difficult um but like I said like I'm not really looking for anything specific in my music career. Like, as long as I'm comfortable, I'm fine with just making music and having my select fan base. Um, but like I said, there's so many black women, especially, that get into the industry and they try to change them so much. They make them get breast implants yeah. and the, the fake ass. <laughs> and they change their entire image yeah. to fit what they want. And like, you know, not to make it a race thing, but you know, the, the A&Rs are like, old white people oh, so like what's true even, what do you even know about the culture yeah and and right. those are the people who are making decisions, have their yeah. whole foot in the culture so it's hard but you know hopefully that changes i you know day. i definitely i think that's a very good point you know it's it's i definitely think there's a lot of old school you know mentality like good old boys that have been doing this for a long time like you said they're just their foot is their footprints like still there and it's it's hard to navigate around that sometimes you know you just have it's it's a little harder and you have to get a little luckier yeah. sometimes i think you know to get that opportunity and yeah it's it, it's uh, unfortunate but also it's unfortunate as a woman because there are a lot of labels even even the ones owned by black people as a woman you have to give more you, you know what i mean like there there's a lot of predators in the industry no. where it's like you gotta you gotta give me something in order for me to give you this push and we've seen it there's proof of yeah. it out there where a lot have a lot of label heads and, and and rappers and all this stuff they won't give women a chance unless they give some you know what i'm saying and it's very unfortunate it's it's very sad and it's scary and you know, I, I don't want to be a part of that industry. I'm hoping that, you know, it changes at some point. But, you know, if it doesn't, I'm good with not being a part of that industry. Yeah. Uh, I, and it's like, you're kidding yourself if you don't think that doesn't happen. Because mm -hmm. it 100% happens. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, it's out there. It's, yeah. it's pretty well, it's pretty obvious that it happens. And it sucks because it's like, you know, it's like you want to be known for, you know, what you do as an artist. You know, you don't want to have to have it come down to, like, that yeah. <laughs> it's like like man really like yeah. like then, you know then you just feel like insecure about your work too at that point because you're just like wow really like that's what you were thinking about the whole time like yeah you know it's and like, i'm over here thinking my music was good good yeah, yeah. and then it's like wow that was it that was the whole time was that was just it was just a big you know play for you like mm -hmm. that sucks it's a sucky thing and i'm you know i can never understand it you know i can never you know understand how good to go through that because I would never you know have to you know so it's it's I can't just I can't imagine how like annoying and like just irritating that is to just try to get your foot in the door and when people have obviously ul ulterior motives and like just you know aren't really interested in what they're hearing you know as much as what they're seeing yeah. sometimes and that's and that's really it sucks mm. but uh Diana I really appreciate um you doing the show um Thank you for, for taking the time and uh, thank you for uh, the opportunity. Uh, this is great. I yeah, I think I love it was, everything you're doing. Um, I was really happy to finally get somebody local. Um, I've been you know hoping to get somebody from CT. You know, I was like, you know, I was like, yes, finally, like I got somebody from from the 203. I'm like, yeah. hey, like, oh, here we go, like finally, like yeah. you know, I wanted to highlight some of our local artists here too, not just people I knew from like TikTok and yeah. Instagram and stuff. So that was like a big 
thing I cross off on my list. So I'm, I'm, I was happy that you were the first one because yeah. you deserve it. And you're awesome. You're I'm a great person, a talented, <laughs> great person, a talented person. And just, um, I think you're just bound for just success and a lot of great things, uh, with your creativity and, and how well you, uh, you, uh, carry yourself. Um, so where can we find you, uh, like in terms of like, uh, uh, media and like how to like book your shoots and everything and um, your music Instagram it's um my inst- my photography Instagram is N-A-S-M-A no that's not what it that's, is that's <laughs> wait I think that's your your other one right? yeah that's yeah. my other one that's it's okay okay so my photography one is um N-A-S-M-E-D three I's and an A Okay. And then my Twitter is D three eyes and ASMA. And um, on my photography page, you can book right through the site on the, the link in my bio. So Awesome. And then uh, on Spotify, you just go as Nasma, right? And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just so people can. I'm going to link all the time anyway in the, in the podcast description. So yeah, people don't have to. Nasma. Worry, worry about it but uh well yeah no thank you again i appreciate it um it was awesome um i might be adding uh we might be adding a little more of a live performance section after this so stay tuned don't uh click off the uh, podcast yet uh but the interview portion is over so thank you guys for listening and uh stay tuned all right guys so here um i have nasma again and i am going to play acoustic while uh nasma sings her song love jones so here we go so much <laughs> thank you i really appreciate all your support seriously like it means so much oh of course for somebody to like go this hard to like want to showcase me or whatever <laughs> thank you all for listening to this viral musical podcast again stay tuned for the next episode coming soon thank you <laughs>